My name is August McLaughlin, and I've been contemplating girl boners for years. It's time for Girl Boner Radio with August McLaughlin, a spicy blend of personal stories, in-depth reporting, and inspiration. Girl Boner is where good girls go for sexual empowerment. Listen in as August McLaughlin, award-winning health and sexuality writer, explores female sexual pleasure like no one else. She's the big sister slash girlfriend you've always wanted, and she loves to talk sex. Only on Global Voice Broadcasting. They were invented to treat, quote, hysteria in women during the Victorian age, bring internal and external bliss to all sorts of genitalia, and HBO's Sex in the City started a whole lot of buzz about them in the 90s. The next day, Samantha did some personal shopping. Very personal. Can I help you? Yes. I'd like to return this vibrator. We don't sell vibrators. Yes, you do. I bought it here six months ago. That's not a vibrator. It's a neck massager. No, it's a vibrator. Sharper Image doesn't sell vibrators. It's a neck massager. You expect me to believe that women buy these to help their sore necks? It's a neck massager. Fine. I'd like to return this neck massager. What's wrong with it? It failed to get me off. It has a warranty and it just stopped. Made the saddest little sound. Perhaps you wore it out. Well, honey, it wouldn't be the first one. Welcome back to Grove Honor Radio, everyone. I'm your host, August McLaughlin, and I'm so jazzed to be here to explore, you guessed it, vibrators with Meg Ross of The Nookie Box, a fabulous company that creates curated adult boxes that can make your girl boner very happy. With Dr. Megan Fleming's help, we will also explore a topic thanks to a listener who wants to know if size matters with toys and whether her latest may have contributed to her UTI. For a whole lot more Girl Boner fun, make sure you hop over to my website, augustmclaughlin.com, to sign up for email updates, which I send about once a month. You'll receive show extras, news about my upcoming Girl Boner book, and more. That's August, like the month, M-C-L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N.com. Thank you for joining me, Meg. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really curious because I've been enjoying the Nookie Box. I watched your amazing crowdfunding campaign earlier and I respect your message and the content you share online. I don't know a lot about your own personal journey so I'm curious what did you learn about sex and sexuality growing up? Oh wow. Um, Well not a lot to be perfectly honest with you. I think that that's the case with with a lot of people especially my age. I mean I'm in my late 30s. communication from parents just didn't really exist all that much. So my experiences growing up were only the ones that I discovered myself. Um, Masturbation was not something that you ever could do. And in fact, um, my mom had uh, friends that that would catch their kids masturbating and they would get punished for for like weeks at a time, like grounded, beat. I mean, just it's all genders or was this all genders. Um, and so it just wasn't something that, one, you talked about, and it was really not okay. And how scary, too, to think that you could get physically hurt and in trouble for yeah. pleasure. Yeah, and, it, and not that my mom would do that, but right. she, she had friends that did. And she'd sometimes, if, if she didn't like something that I was doing unrelated to sex, she would she would threaten to send me to one of her friends' house because she knew that that was something that scared me. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. So I received 
a Nookie box recently. (laughs) And I say this with all sincerity. I've, you know, we get a lot of different products sent to us when Mm -hmm. we are working in this industry. And I've received various boxes, collections, subscriptions, uh, samples. And so I, to be honest, didn't expect as much as I got out of it. I was excited. Good. But when I got it, I... It, it made me very happy because, first of all, the box itself is, like, really substantial. And, you know, it's very discreet. You, as you open it, mm-hmm. you know, right away you say, yay, sex, which mm-hmm. I love. It's very upbeat. Everything is very bright. I love your that you use, like, the color white. It's not, like, dark and scary yes. and hidden. Yeah. And there's a theme of kind of fun and funny. And... We're going to talk more about the specifics later on, but one thing that cracked me up as soon as I opened the box was the emoji braider, <laughs> a vibrator shaped like an eggplant. Yep. I'm curious, why was it important for you, or is it important to you, to include vibrators, particularly because I know that you specifically kind of target couples and people who are wanting to work on the relationship? Sure. Um, you know, w- what we try and do with our subscription is is every three months send something very different. So so we want to send things that are static, some things that move that, or that vibrate, um, some things that are a little bit more playful, some things that are a little bit more serious, so that the, the customer really has exposure to a variety of items, and they can choose for themselves what really works for them. Um, but then also the experience of trying something new and having fun with it is just made that much more fun because, you know, this is just not the same thing that you got the time before. Um, and the emoji is great because, <laughs> I mean, it's a new product to the market. It's cute. It's funny. Uh, and not every vibrator that we put in is shaped like a, a, a food <laughs> item, uh, certainly. But, but, you know, we have to we have to make it fun sometimes. You know, yeah. we, we want our customers to feel surprised. So. And sex should be fun and playful. Absolutely. And the sense of novelty is so powerful mm-hmm. for ourselves as individuals, but also in a relationship, especially when you've been together for a while and everything may be very satisfactory. But to be able to have those bursts of newness is really cool. How do you feel sex toys in general can help toward that if you want to kind of strengthen your intimacy? Sure. I mean, with, with couples, I mean, everyone goes through their, their ups and downs. Some people start using vibrators at the very beginning and, and then they, they move away from them or, or they want to introduce something because they're just a little bit bored or, you know, it's, it's, it's just a way to break up the monotony, right? And it's also, from my perspective and what I'd like the customers to take away from it, it's, it's an ability... It, it gives the customers the opportunity to talk to their partners because that's the thing that, that we're really missing uh, in our relationships. It, you know, again, it's kind of maybe you talked a lot at the beginning of the relationship, but and then you've stopped really caring so much about those conversations. So it's an icebreaker. It's the opportunity to say, you know what, I'd like to try this or I just I'm I'm not getting what I want. Let's let's introduce something else so that that we both have a good time talking about it. Yeah. And easing that process is so big because as you said, a lot of people are perhaps uncomfortable, don't know where to start. One thing I love about vibrators and toys in general, but I know vibrators, there are numerous studies that link them to health benefits. They can not only, you know, really facilitate 
orgasm and and pleasure, which have their own benefits, of course. But there was a study uh, of people with vulvas who use vibrators that showed that they were significantly more likely to have seen a gynecologist the previous year than people who did not regularly use vibrators and also to have performed self-examinations within the last month. So I feel like the awareness factor, you know, when you're taking care of your sexual, you know, anatomy and your hygiene and your health needs, it makes sense to me that you'd also think about the pleasure. Yeah, I think that you're just more comfortable introducing it. So if you're already comfortable touching yourself and and you care about your sexual health, then it just makes sense that you wouldn't have a problem introducing something like that or trying it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And also, the same study showed that people who use vibrators had overall more positive sexual function, more desire, more, which is interesting because that could also be like more desire, therefore you want to use a vibrator, sure. right? I, I realize that. Say that yeah. But I do think it also fuels desire because the more we practice our, mm-hmm. you know, sexuality and, and play, we desire more and also experience more lubrication when we when we do use toys more is what the, sh- the study showed and had less pain and overall improved function, which I thought was really interesting because there's this myth that if you're using toys, if you're using a vibrator, that somehow it can hurt your relationship or or you'll lose sensation. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's so silly because I I mean, and I'm glad that that you're quoting that because it is important. I mean, once if you think about orgasming in general, it's it's creating endorphins. That's a drug. You're, you can get addicted to that. You want to feel good. And, you know, we should we should find ways that are healthy for us to feel good. You know, so and sex is a natural thing. So why wouldn't that be something that we turn to? It's so true. And I know that vibrators, there is some concern by some people that it could be addictive or whatever. And I think it's one of those things that First of all, you don't have to be worried about like if you use it, it's it's actually like how a drug will just make you keep wanting it, wanting right, it, right, only that. Right. But at the same time, because it tends to stimulate arousal and orgasm very quickly, and this is some coming from somebody who loves quickies, so mm-hmm. I but I really do think that there's a benefit in taking your time and not only relying on the vibrator because Correct. you can desensitize a little bit if your comparison is only that super fast because I've noticed that when you take your time, because when I first started using vibrators, it was way after, it was not my first sexual experience by far. It had been years and I had used other toys that didn't vibrate. Mm -hmm. So then when I did use a vibrator for the first time, it was like too fast for me. Sure. And so I realized that arousal can go through, but you can use a vibrator for this too, but it can go through your whole body. Yes. So if you use a vibrator, but use different, modes or settings or in different ways stop it mm-hmm. you know do the orgasm control thing which uh-huh. I talked about with Mona Darling which you get really close and stop yourself yes <gasps> training <laughs> training yourself for control yeah. and then you know really what you're doing is also I mean let's say that you're you're using it just on yourself um, for masturbation then you can you can be training yourself to be a better partner with your partner as well you know it's not just about self pleasure it's it's like using a kegel set you know yes that's great for your pelvic floor but you're also strengthening those muscles so that you can be a better lover yes getting to know your body better as well and then strengthening your body it's you can learn a lot from toys as far as you know 
maybe your toy reaches certain places that you never explored before with your right. fingers or right. with a penis or with someone's mouth or whatever. And to be able to, you know, know that, oh, this spot really feels good. And to be able to say that to a partner, which again is the communication factor. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one example that I would I would go with in terms of just sex toys in general is, you know, some people are really scared to try anal sex. Um, there's a lot of really great butt plugs out there and products that you can use that way that would be good introductions for people that are really afraid of that um, to kind of ease into it. doesn't mean that they have to do it afterwards if they don't like it, but, you know, that's that's a good starting point. So there's so many different benefits to, to introducing toys. I'm so glad you, you mentioned that. It was almost like you gave me a cue without realizing it <laughs> uh, because our toy of the month this month is actually a B-Vibe, okay. which is in anal vibrator. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It's from the Pleasure Chest to sponsors our toy of the month. And it is small, so which I think is really important for your first time mm-hmm. using an anal toy. And it's like this really lovely velvety material and it uses a remote control. So you can use it with your partner or by yourself, but there's something cool about someone being like a distance away sure. and being in charge of it and vice versa. And it has different speeds and settings, which I think is also super important. You can find it at the Pleasure Chest in LA, New York, or Chicago, or thepleasurechest.com. It's called the B Vibe and also is small and discreet. So it's great for tucking away in a drawer, traveling mm-hmm. with. And I know that the Nookie Box, you have these different styles and themes, which is awesome. And one of them is the starter anal Yeah, we kit. have a, we, we're calling it the anal box. We were Initially, we were going to say intro to anal, but we just decided, you know, it's an anal box. That's, that's what it is. I like it. Um, it might be an intro for some people, and some people might have had more experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we've decided to, to create themed boxes. So if somebody's really interested in, in one thing versus another, they, they have a whole experience that's delivered to them. It's not just one product. It's a couple of different products that they can try. Yeah. Always comes with the right lube that so you would which use for, for that. So which for anal is like lube is a must usually. Yeah, I would say. It's, it's really important. Or mm-hmm. at least it, when you're first trying it, I highly recommend it. Yeah. What are some of the things? Obviously, lube is probably in that box. But what types of things would, would be in that box or would you recommend for someone who's just starting out and trying anal for the first time. Yeah, I mean, so we, we try and do a couple of different things. We we try and do something that's just a like a static butt plug where it's just something that you can insert and then something else that also vibrates. So they have a couple of different options, um, especially because we're, we're still kind of suggesting that's a little bit of an intro thing. They're not too big. They're not too long. They're, they're, they're small enough for somebody that hasn't really tried to, to feel comfortable inserting them. And we make sure that the the lube that goes with them is the viscosity that is going to work for anal play. Would you speak to viscosity for anyone who's not familiar with what that means? Yeah, I mean, there's so many different kinds of lubricants out there, right? And and they can all be used for different things. Um, Generally, anything that that you're going to be using using anal-wise, you'd want to have just a little bit thicker uh, because, one, you want it to last longer. Um, and, and also because you're not naturally lubricating yourself there. So, you know, you have a lot of thinner, um, lighter weight viscosities for vaginal use or, or for other places on your body, that kind of thing. But I would just always recommend something with a little thicker, uh, stays a little bit longer for anal. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. That's such a really 
important point and great advice. We have a question from a listener that kind of ties into this a little bit. Uh, as far as what we put into our bodies and that they really differ and can have different uh, kind of effects on our bodies. So we received this question from Elsie. She wrote, this is sort of embarrassing, but I recently bought a vibrating dildo online and it's larger than I thought it would be. At first, it seemed too large, but with plenty of lube and playing, I'm able to fit it inside me and it's really pleasurable. The only problem is I feel sore afterwards and After using it a couple of weeks, I got a UTI. Mm. Could there be a connection? And is it possible to go too big in the toy department? (laughs) Elsie, I love this question, Elsie. First of all, I just want to mention that size of toy when you're buying online can be very deceptive. And I've had that same experience where you order something thinking it's going to be, you know, five, six inches. Like you're not thinking about the numbers when you order it Mm because the picture just looks like, oh, that's going to be whatever we think might be standard. And Mm -hmm. it might be... So much bigger. Ten times as big. So here's what Dr. Megan Fleming, our resident sex and relationship expert out in New York of greatlifegreatsex.com had to say. Elsie, um, you know, I love your question. And it's almost whether you realize it or not, two questions. Um, One certainly is first focusing on, you know, can a sex toy increase the probability of getting a UTI? And I think there are a few factors to think about from that perspective. You know, ultimately... um, a UTI is caused by sort of uh, E. coli bacteria, and it's certainly true that women have shorter urethras than men, and so it's much more easily easily that bacteria can um, make its way to the bladder. And so, I think you know there there are a number of like hacks or prevention or strategies I would recommend um, that might be related to you know, why this particular vibrating dildo might be causing UTIs. Um, one, first and foremost, is to recognize what is this made out of, um, because certainly we want to recommend uh, sex toys that are non-porous, things like silicone, ABS plastic, metal, and or glass. Um, if it's more porous, then of course, greater increased risk, chance, probability of bacteria, and therefore I would use sort of a condom or another protective uh, barrier. The other thing, of course, is thinking about the lubricant, which is, again, we'll get into the size aspects of your question because uh, I can't wait to, but um, just so you know, lubes are great, um, but in, in general, uh, water-based lubricants are the safest. Uh, that being said, um, it's certainly true to recognize that um, we want to some lubricants can contain uh, propylene, uh, glycol, or parabens, and they in and of themselves are sort of known to potentially increase the UTI risk. Um, although in general, the value of lubrication is great because it decreases the friction. So that, that, that's a positive. But I would certainly recommend um, if you're not already using uh, a natural lube and that's everything that includes things like uh, coconut oil. Um, but again, certainly there are uh, a number of natural lubes on the market. And the other thing I want to say here is cleaning our sex toys, right? That one aspect is cleaning and, you know, whether or not that in of itself makes sense, right? But the other aspect to think about, because I think often is like storage, right? Making sure that it's completely dry before putting a sex toy away because water in and of itself um, can be uh, an opportunity for sort of bacterial growth. So, and the other thing we have to talk about is whether it's a sex toy or sex, um, the role of peeing. 
uh, we often say sort of before and after, but honestly, it's the after that makes the biggest difference because it's actually your peeing, uh, the urine that flushes out the bacteria. So those are a number of tips on addressing the UTI, which may be related to the particular toy and or the lubricant. Um, but now let's get to the size aspect of your question. And, you know, I guess there's a part of me that says, you know what, um, not inconsistent when I work with women who have vaginismus, which is sort of a spasm. Um, we, we use dilators, right? We start with, you know, extra small about the size of your pinky and we work our way up. Um, so it's certainly true that sense of the vagina is meant to accommodate. I mean, how do you think we, you know, the vaginal birth canal <laughs> that we have in deliver babies. So, um, I think it's important to recognize that something that once felt uncomfortable can absolutely become pleasurable. Um, the role is of course, taking time, making sure that you're really aroused before sort of starting or um, progressing to a larger uh, sex toy. Ideally, I sort of say to my clients, start with something smaller and, you know, focus on the arousal and, and feeling pleasure and use the lubrication before working your way up. Um, and so from that perspective, again, that's the body. It's accommodating, it's resilient. Uh, the fact that you're feeling pleasure from it, awesome. The only caveat I would say here, because I don't think in general there's quote unquote any sex toy that's too big, unless it falls into what I call the comparison trap. And by that, I mean, I hate to say it, I've definitely worked with uh, clients who, whether it's through a divorce or may have multiple sexual partners, you know, it's kind of that sense of recency <laughs> experience that um, if you prefer length or girth or hit your G spot and um, that sex toy does so and your partner doesn't, or you've had a recent partner who, you know, has greater length or girth, there's what I call that sort of comparison trap. And the reality is it's like everything's in my opinion, an apple and an orange and they're not the same, but when and if you feel a sense of lack or not enough, potentially with a partner because of your preference for this particular sex toy, to me that that would become a flag, right? There's nothing inherently in any way wrong with it, but when and if it would make you feel somehow that um, your real life partner in any way feels uh, not enough or less than, to me, that's really a sign or a flag to you know take a break and get a reset uh, so that you can truly feel and appreciate uh, the nuances and what, you know, the, the partner that you have, you know, loving the one you're with. So anyway, I know I've answered and said a lot to your question. And again, I do think it's two questions. Um, one is the UTI and the second is size, but that ultimately, um, you know, you're your own expert when, and if UTIs are frequent and the suggestions I've made aren't helpful, absolutely speak to and check out with your gynecologist because certainly frequent UTIs can be, uh, and, you know, could lead to uh, kidney damage. So again, when and if uh, the advice I give you isn't leading to uh, resolution, absolutely check with your, uh, with a medical professional. But as always, can't wait to hear how it goes. And, you know, what do you think about this toy ultimately? And what if in any way it impacts the pleasure you're feeling with your partner? Thanks again, Dr. Megan. She made so many good points about mm -hmm. hygiene and sensitivity and taking care of your toys. What would you add to that, Meg? Oh, wow. I mean, she just hit so many of the, the important things. Um, the only thing that I, I would add on, on the side, I mean, I, I totally agree with uh, making sure that the lubricants are body safe, the products are body safe. We, we like to use that phrase 
Um, and, and we make sure when we're when we're choosing products that that we're putting into our boxes that they all fit within that kind of genre. Because um, there's a lot of different products on the market, you, you just don't know. And people could say one thing, and uh, you know. So we're hoping that that we're taking that away from them in terms of thinking. Um, but the other thing is, is that you know, if if something doesn't feel good, you don't have to do it either. You know, there's also that that's the other side of that. Without being a doctor, just you know, understanding that you know, if it if it was a little intimidating at first, doesn't mean you have to force yourself to love it. Right. That's a really good point. It's a really good point. And as she said, she was able to get it to feel good. But there's a difference between I have this toy, therefore it better feel good. And I will or is and maybe that's the case that 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 is what she prefers. But it also could be the case that, you know, yeah, you can't exchange your sex toy, but Maybe get a nookie box, get a different toy, yeah, like, try something one. else, and, yeah. and learning from each experience. You know, and I do think trying one toy more than once is also important because not just from a comfort level, I feel like we should always kind of stop right? if it hurts. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. it doesn't feel good, obviously, it's sex, and it's not supposed to hurt. No. Um, but I do think that sometimes it takes a while to get familiar with a toy. Build a relationship with your toys. Exactly. <laughs> she talked about storing and cleaning the toys what do you recommend as far as toy storage? Because some people are ordering these products and mm. receiving them from you for the first time. Maybe they they don't know what to do. Yeah. And and we do uh, – we have a blog on a sex toy cleaning guide. So we always recommend that people check that out and, and encourage people to, to clean their toys after every use. Um, another point that Dr. Megan had mentioned was making sure that the, pro- the, the toy is dry before storing it. Um, I would definitely also – Think about where you're storing it. Um, don't put it into a sock. <laughs> don't put it into anything cottony or or that where fabric can come off of it. Because um, if you have a silicone toy and, and there's something sticky on the, you know, even if it's not sticky, but just like dust or whatever, it's going to stick to the silicone, right? Even if you've cleaned it before you put it away. So just a clean, dry spot. I mean, uh, I love to recommend that, that people use the boxes that we send and, and store their toys in there. If they don't want to keep that around, find a drawer that, you know, that's or a, a bag that that is satin or, you know, something just a, of a soft material that's not going to rub off. Yeah, that's such a good point. And a lot of toys I have found come either in or with a satiny bag. That's not just decoration. Like it's there for a reason yeah. because that material is and it doesn't say that typically in the instructions like this. No. This bag is your best storage option. So I love that you're educating because you do that as well. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, storage is such a big deal. So, you, you, and you know, like I said, you're building a relationship with those guys. You got to take care of them. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, before I let you go, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the Nookie Box and then maybe a couple of tips we'll save for the end. But tell people how they can get involved, learn more about you, try out a box, because I know you don't you don't make people commit to this big lifelong thing. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, well, I mean, I'll. I'll I'll definitely say that if anybody's interested in a subscription from us, they can go to the thenookiebox.com. So it's just www.thenookiebox.com. And what we do is offer a subscription service where you would purchase a product, uh, you'd immediately get sent a box within that quarter, and then the next quarter when we have a, a new box that's launched, you would get the next box. You would be charged right before that next box ships. You can cancel at any time. You can keep the subscription going for as long as you want. 
And and I, I always try and contact my customers to find out, you know, why did you cancel or did you like this or whatever? And a, a lot of them just say, you know, I found the right product. I loved it. Thank you. You helped me do that. Or, you know, I'm just taking a break for a little while and I'll be back. You know, so there's no... Uh, formula for us. We just want to be able to deliver as many great products to you as possible. Um, You can also shop just for individual products on our shop so you don't have to commit to a subscription. Uh, And the other thing that we're doing, and we just recently launched this, is um, and and we're doing it on Indiegogo. So um, you can find the Nookie Box on Indiegogo for the next couple of weeks. We've launched a series of 10 signature boxes. So they're also curated, just like our subscription boxes, um, but they focus on a theme. So we have a bro box, just for guys. We have a Betty box. It's for girls. Uh, we have an anal box. We have a kink box. Um, you know, a menopause box. I love that, by the way. I think it's so important to be inclusive, not only of different orientations and people across the, the gender spectrum, but also our age. Yes. And even though lube is always awesome at mm-hmm. any age, I know that as we approach menopause, vaginal dryness can be an issue and also playing mm-hmm. helps prevent that. And, and vaginal atrophy helps keep the vaginal tissues nice and supple and all of that. So yeah. it's very welcoming in that way. What would you recommend to somebody who wants to have more pleasure in their life and maybe they're just a little bit intimidated by all the different options aside from obviously your your company is a great way to explore that mm-hmm. but from an emotional standpoint what would you say to somebody who's feeling a little like ah I'm a little dizzy yeah i mean i think that the first thing i'd say is that that's natural and that's okay so own that don't yes. feel bad about it um you know everybody needs to come and and make decisions for themselves and what they're comfortable with uh, but if, if it's something that you're thinking about and you want to explore, there's two things. One is that you, you can do it at any time um, for yourself, and you can always not like it. You, you don't have to decide, well, I've tried, I got this vibrator, and I have to like it now, right? It's, it's just something to experiment with, and it might be something that's really good for your relationship and you, and, and if it's not, that's fine too. Um, the other thing is is that, you know, we're, we're a very approachable brand, the Nookie Box, we, we don't over-sexualize things or sensationalize things. We want people to feel comfortable coming, and, and, and we also want them to feel comfortable knowing that we're making really good decisions about the products that we're putting into the box. So we are trusted that way, and there's a lot of people that really love us. So if, if, there are, if somebody's out there really kind of wondering if they want to try something, you know, come try something from the Nookie Box because you know that we've put that work in. Um, but yeah, you're not, you, and you can always email me and ask me questions about the products that are going to be in the next box. And if you have, if you're intrepid about something, I'm happy to answer. I always answer all my emails. Awesome, awesome. One tip I often give for people who are trying toys with a motor mm-hmm. is to, in advance, like as soon as you get it, find out if it needs batteries or needs to be charged. Because so many times, and this still happens to me on occasion, is I get to, I'm ready, like so excited. It's <laughs> yes. time. And it's like, it's kind of like you get to the end of a recipe and they're like, marinate it overnight. And you're like, crap, I'm hungry now. <laughs> you yeah. know, like think about when you have it ready. Be prepared. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's another vibrator specific tip that you would offer somebody who's perhaps new to vibe land and, and wants to make the most of it? 
Yeah, I mean, the first thing is that I, I really recommend that people try them by themselves first, even if they got the vibrator to use with their partner. It's just, it's nice to be able to, to know what to expect ahead of time. And that way you can actually, again, communicate about it. You can say what you liked. You can, you know what setting kind of worked for you. It's less intimidating that way. Um, I'd also recommend that that people do really f- embrace the idea of introducing vibrators into relationships. Um, don't be intimidated by that. A, a vibrator doesn't mean that your partner isn't working for you. Uh-uh. No. And they don't replace partners. That's no. another big myth. It's... No, <laughs> not even a little bit. You no, know, there's no comparison either. It's yeah. just like it's a tool. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's just an it's just one extra thing that you can introduce. And there's so many different ways that the two of you can play. And you got to find the thing that works for you. But I do think that as people start to make those decisions and introduce sex toys into the bedroom um, in terms of couples, they can get much closer, you know, just emotionally. You're just because you have to communicate through it. Yes, yes. I saw a study recently that showed within this particular study group, which was quite large, that the guys in the study were totally not intimidated by the vibrator, which is, I think, maybe there was a time that that was the case. But it seems that there's a lot more openness to it. And not only that, but penises also can get a lot of pleasure from vibration. So can the prostate, which is why, Absolutely. you know, vibrating butt plugs, mm-hmm. which I like butt toys too. And I don't have, a, you know, I, I have a vulva, but I think it's, it's just good to know that we can always be on this journey and in this adventure and discover new things. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a fun, it's a fun journey. Yeah. <laughs> Embrace it. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much again for being here. Remind oh, us you. where we can find you on social media. Um, yeah, so just the nookiebox.com. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Um, and then again, we, we are at, um, we're on Indiegogo right now. So Indiegogo, the nookie box. And uh, and I'm, again, happy to answer any questions that anyone might have. Um, just Meg at the Nookie Box. And Nookie spelled N-O-O-K-Y. Such a great name. Yeah. Yay. So fun. Thank you again for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you all for listening. If you've been enjoying Girl Boner Radio, please subscribe on iTunes. If you haven't, it really helps us keep things going. And we do appreciate simple reviews while you're there. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here and have a beautiful Girl Boner Embracing Week.